Hello, everyone. My name is Mike Stevens, and I lead the Errant Fox Labor and Employment Group. Today, I'm joined by Valerie Samuels, a partner in our Boston office, who's agreed to answer some of the more difficult employment law questions arising out of the coronavirus pandemic. Val and I are both members of Errant Fox's COVID-19 task force. Hello, Val. Thanks for joining. Hi, Mike. How are you? I'm doing fine. You know, uh, I think you'll agree that some of the most difficult questions that we have answered in this area deal with how to navigate the Americans with Disabilities Act and state and local equivalents. So we're going to focus on that today. Now, uh, I know that the EEOC has issued some guidance on the pandemic under the ADA. Has Massachusetts done anything similar? No, unfortunately, we have not received any guidance from the Mass Commission Against Discrimination regarding COVID-19. However, MCAD and the Massachusetts courts do look to federal law when interpreting the Massachusetts Anti-Discrimination Statute, Chapter 151B. However, we don't have any specific guidance yet on Massachusetts law. So how are you advising your clients then? I am generally advising clients to pay attention, close attention to the CDC guidelines, as well as the EEOC pandemic guidance. I think that notwithstanding the lack of specific Massachusetts law information, we're in an extremely challenging time. And I see no reason why the MCAD wouldn't ultimately agree with the pandemic guidance that has been put out by the EEOC. I think that's good advice. So one of the things that a lot of clients have been asking us is, what can we ask employees during this coronavirus pandemic? Uh, what questions can we ask about their health status? That has been a very hot topic. As you know, the EEOC recently issued an updated guidance on the pandemic. They had originally issued one, I think, in 2019 in connection with the H1N1 situation, which fortunately did not become as serious as COVID-19. So EEOC in its updated guidance has said that COVID-19 poses a direct threat to the workplace. What that means is a direct threat is a significant risk of substantial harm, and it cannot be eliminated or reduced by reasonable accommodation. So given that we're in a direct threat environment due to the pandemic, the EEOC is now saying that employers can ask their employees specific questions in order to ascertain whether they may be infected by COVID-19. So for example, an employee comes to work or calls out and says they're not feeling great. An employer can say, well, do you have a fever? Do you have a cough? Are you having difficulty breathing? Is your chest tight? In order to sort of get, a, get an idea, is there a risk this person may actually have COVID-19? And if the answer to those questions or some of them is yes, the employer would be well within their rights to, to either send that person home or make sure they don't come to work. That's right. So just to uh, emphasize that point, so if an employee has symptoms or if the employee admits that they have had symptoms, can you tell them to stay out of work? Absolutely. You should tell them to stay out of work and make sure that they are advised to seek medical assistance if necessary, if they get sick enough. But to protect everyone else, that employee should not be coming to work. 
Now, what about uh, we, we've heard all this uh, talk about taking uh, employees body temperature. Is that allowable or yeah. not? That's another big change um, in light of the recent EEOC pandemic guidance. Under ordinary circumstances, pre-COVID-19, no employer was taking their employees' temperature. But EEOC has now said that that's permissible. However, an employer must be um, non-discriminatory in how it takes temperature, meaning you can't take some employees' temperature and not other employees. And also keep in mind that, you know, when employees are being assessed through temperature taking or asking questions, um, they have to be paid for that time. So, yes, we can now advise our clients to take their employees' temperature. Keep in mind that that's not 100% safe. Someone could have a temperature because they have a cold, a common cold, or someone could have COVID-19 and not have any temperature whatsoever. How about requiring employees to self-report if they test positive? Is, Is that allowed? That's another big change in light of the pandemic. Yes, if employers may require their employees to self-report and then, of course, tell them not to come to work for at least, I think the CGC is recommending a 14-day period. So, yes, absolutely. Now, now here's the $64,000 question. Can an employer require an employee to undergo testing for the infection? That is a very, very interesting and timely question. In my view, you have to differentiate between current employees and job applicants. I know that not everyone agrees with this point of view. Some of our, our colleagues in the employment law group have believed that testing is permissible, even of con- current employees. Frankly, I don't agree with that. I think that during employment, you cannot require employees to undergo medical testing. Now, that may change as the pandemic worsens or as time goes by and things don't materially improve. Hopefully, they will. However, the EOC and its guidance was very specific in saying that medical exams, including testing most likely, is permissible for job applicants. So yes, employers can screen applicants for COVID-19 symptoms. And I believe they can also ask them to undergo testing to see if they have COVID-19 infection. Yeah. And as a practical matter, people can't get tested unless a doctor or a health agency orders it. So I don't think an employer can really require it on its own anyway. So it, it, I, I'm not sure that it really matters. Uh, the other question I have is we've, we've heard Dr. Fauci and others talk about these testing for antibodies. Yes. Uh, what about testing em- uh, employees to see if they have the antibodies, which would determine if they've had the infection? Well, you're, you're 100% right. As a practical matter, testing is not as available as many of us would like it to be. Um, However, let's say you test someone and it shows they have antibodies. No one's quite sure whether if an employee has antibodies, they can't be reinfected and therefore spread the virus to others who may be be vulnerable. So at this point, there's no information that shows whether having antibodies is definitively protective against future reinfection. And certainly someone might have COVID-19 and be asymptomatic and spread the disease even if they test positive for antibodies. So we're really in a brave new world right now with the science changing at least weekly, if not daily, 
I think we're going to see more changes and more guidance from the EEOC and the CDC. But as of today, I don't think antibody testing is going to be efficacious. Yeah. So, you know, let's think about this. Uh, Employers now have the ability to get all this medical information from their employees that in a normal world they wouldn't be able to get. Once an employer gets that information, what do they do with it? How do they manage it? Well, employers have to be very careful in how they manage medical information concerning their employees. That law has not changed. Pre-COVID-19 and now that we're in the pandemic, employers must keep that information confidential, must segregate it in a separate file distinct from the personnel records, and only share that information on a need-to-know basis. So that really hasn't changed. So I I know a lot of our clients have concerns about their employees. Uh, They know that some of their employees are part of this vulnerable population that may make it easier for them to become infected with COVID-19. Can an employer ask an employee if they have one of those underlying conditions? No, not directly. Employers should not be saying, hey, do you have asthma? Do you have diabetes or hypertension? What they can do is ask generalized questions that are not necessarily medically related. They can say to the employee, is there any reason that you or someone in your family or household might be in a high risk area and therefore more vulnerable? And the answer to that question should really be yes or no, not yes, I have X underlying chronic illness or not. By the same token, employers can also ask non-medically related questions such as, if the schools are are ordered to be closed by the government, do you anticipate being unable to come to work? Or if the transportation system is, is closed down, do you anticipate being unable to get to work? Those are all questions that can be answered with a yes or no without revealing any specific medical information. And that's what employers should be asking so they can plan appropriately. What about if I know an employee has an underlying condition? For example, I know someone had a heart attack last year, or I know just through casual conversation that someone suffers from hypertension or asthma. Can I uh, stop them from coming to work? No, an employer cannot stop that person from coming to work. However, employers can certainly suggest and disseminate information from the CDC to its workforce, just as employers should be advising their employees um, to keep social distancing, to wash their hands, to wear masks if in the workplace. These are all common sense solutions to a very dramatic and grave problem. So uh, let's say we're at the other end of this and uh, an employee who tested positive for COVID-19 and was quarantined or uh, hospitalized uh, says they're ready to come back to work. Is As an employer, can you ask them for a fitness for duty certificate? Yes. If it's been the employer's practice to re- to regularly request fitness for duty letter from a medical provider for unwell employees who are returning to work, they can certainly ask for that. However, given how incredibly busy most medical providers are, I think it's going to be, as a practical matter, extremely difficult to get fitness for duty certificates 
from medical providers at this time? Yeah, I think you're right. And why don't we end on that note? We have run out of time. Val, I want to thank you for all the informative information you've given. And I want to invite our listeners to contact you or me if they have any questions. Also, uh, for you listeners, don't forget to subscribe to the Aaron Fox COVID-19 podcast, which is available just about anywhere you can get podcasts. You'll also find a lot of additional legal analysis on our website at errantfox.com. Thank you all for listening.